Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Mike with another episode of my amazing dating podcast where we stop to discuss what the hell we are doing in this dating world and why. I've been online dating for a friggin' long time, eight years, so I'm here to share my dating experiences and to put some questions out there into the universe. Am I alone in this? I can't be. So today's episode, it's going to be, uh, we're going to do something a little different. Um, I pulled up an article on the star and the star for those of you who are not from Toronto uh, is a local newspaper and on their online edition and maybe even in print, they've got a section called dating diaries. And some of you have told me to read, uh, read some of these stories to get some ideas of maybe some dating topics. And this one in particular, which was posted on December 3rd, 2016, so not too long ago, kind of hits home and uh, for different reasons. So I'm going to narrate the entire story for you, and then we're going to kind of dive deeper into this uh, at, the end of the, at the end of the episode. And I'm just going to start. I'm going to read it for word for word, and I'm not going to lie. I think there's a lot of grammatical mistakes, but who am I? This is this has been edited. So, you know, maybe I'm the one who's wrong with the whole grammar. Here we go. Chris is a 31-year-old former corporate slave senior manager turned sales professional for a startup who lives in Leaside. He says, I'm slightly trendier than your average guy, but too cheap to shop for anything high-end. Chris says he would be described as personable, articulate, charismatic, open-minded, patient, funny, and authentic. He likes to tell stories, loves going out, and loves being the center of attention. He is who he is, whether it's online or offline. Chris likes to travel and eat food from different cultures. He says he suffers from analysis paralysis and needs to take more risks in life and live in the moment. I've been single for eight years, most of that by choice. The first and only relationship I've been in lasted less than a year. We met online, but also attended the same university. She cheated on me, and I had a hard time trusting people after that. The idea of meeting someone online stuck with me, so I joined a plethora of sites. The online world is cruel towards shorter men and men of visible minority like myself. Dating apps mean women judge you on less. I decided to go on as many dates as I could to prove to myself I was dateable. Since then, I've been... I've become a bit more serious about finding the one. I'm looking for a woman who is emotionally available, communicative, responsible with money, into travel, and has an inner child. There's nothing more boring than a woman who can't make light of things. I met Stacy through a dating app. I had just come back from traveling in Asia, and she had just come back from working abroad for a few years, which I thought was cool. We were both in career transitions and the same life stage. The texting chemistry wasn't that great. We set a date for Friday, but that night we were both tired, so we moved it to Saturday. And that night we were both out with friends, so we pushed it later a few times. And then we were both too tired, so we agreed to meet on Sunday afternoon. I appreciated that we both tried to find a good time instead of just the guy doing it. We went to a pub on King West. We hadn't talked much before the date, so I wasn't sure what to expect. I wasn't looking forward to it. It was just another date for me. But when Stacy showed up on time, I was like, wow, she was smoking hot. We greeted each other with hugs. 
We shared a bottle of wine. I don't usually drink that much, but I had to know more about her time abroad, so I asked her a lot of questions. I learned a lot about her interests and influences. As we drank more, I moved closer towards her. Our legs grazed under the table. The conversation wasn't sexual in nature. It was very lighthearted and fun, but the sexual chemistry was building. We grabbed the bill and went for a stroll and ended up on Queen West. Stacy told me that she wanted to get another drink. At the next bar, as we were sitting across from each other, she leaned in and said that she wanted to kiss me. But I felt a little uncomfortable with everyone around. I probably should have just kissed her then. We left, and outside, I laid one on her as we started walking again. She invited me back to her place. I could see where this was going. It's not where I intended it to go at all. It was, an, it was night when we got back to her place. We sat on the couch, and we started kissing. Basically, you know what happens next. It wasn't the best performance from either of us, which I blame on exhaustion. I tried to see Stacy again after that. She told me over text that she wanted to get together for drinks and admitted that she was just out, out of a long relationship and hadn't told me and isn't ready for anything other than fun dates. She said that she had a lot of fun with me, though. Not exactly knowing what that was, what fun dates meant, I told her this was exactly what I'm into at the moment. I proposed to her a fun date of games night, and she wasn't into it. After that, she disappeared. I saw her on the dating app recently, and we didn't connect again. Chris rates this date 6 out of 10. Okay, so that's the end of the narration. I uh, realize I kind of messed up a few times here and there. Um, so why did I share this particular story? Well, uh, this story was actually submitted by me uh, about a week ago. Um, as just uh, I, I was curious. I wanted to just see what would happen. So I submitted this story. And some of the details, yes, they've been altered to protect identities, and, and I will keep the most of the details the same. I will say that this happened back in September. Uh, we matched on Bumble, uh, my favorite app, if you didn't know. And uh, we, we, we did meet on King West. We had, uh, in terms of how much to drink, we did end up having about four to five glasses of wine each, which was quite a bit. And we ended up back at her place um, and the one thing she omitted from this entire night was, I guess, her entire expectations. Um, well, maybe, you know what, maybe she did, maybe she did give her expectations, actually. She did say that she was back from abroad after, it was actually after six years. And uh, to me, you know, if you're coming back uh, from abroad after six years, and you're kind of familiar, familiarizing yourself with the city and Toronto and the whole dating scene again, you know, in my head, um, yeah, you're definitely not ready for uh, a relationship. And so I kind of took it, I, I think I went in with that mentality going into this date. Um, and after that night where I went back to her place, uh, which, which was a good time, I, I, I won't, I won't lie, it was a good time. Um, she had texted me the next day and saying that she could not remember anything, uh, but she did have a lot of fun from what she did remember, and she would like to do this again. Uh, and, and she called those, she wanted to continue having fun dates. And to be honest, I did not know what fun dates meant. I honestly thought fun dates were like board games or like Dave and Buster's or 
something like that. It, I didn't think fun dates meant the same thing that we just, you know, that just happened that night. Um, basically, I guess, long story short, um, I misinterpreted the entire situation. Could have had what we term, um, I guess, an F, friends with benefit situation. And I didn't even know that. Uh, so I kind of lost out, but, uh, she had uh, a number from abroad and one weekend she ended up going, uh, out of town and I texted her before she went out of town, she responded. And when she came back from out of town, uh, the message didn't go through. So either she changed her number or she blocked me. Um, but I, I'd like to think it was the latter where she changed her number because she did move back to Canada and is staying here permanently. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, an interesting situation nonetheless, uh, and I wanted to just you know submit a story to the Star, uh, you know, get some feedback. I will post this article online on the Facebook page, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Um, I know again this was another short episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you've got a story like this, I'd love to hear, or if you've got uh, some interesting feedback. Uh, for me and uh, on the situation. Take a look, take a read, listen to the episode, and when you get a chance, make sure to hit hit up the Facebook page, hit up Snapchat, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. iTunes for sure. Guys, ladies, please listen. Um, it's my anchors, M-A-Y-A-N-K-E-R-S. Uh, hit the subscribe button, rate it, review it, share it, listen to it, download it, all that good stuff, and uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. Cheers.